हेलो एवरीवन वेलकम बैक टू अनदर अमेजिंग एपिसोड ऑफ पॉडकास्ट सीरीज आइकॉनिक एड्स प्रेजेंटेड बाय आइकन्स बिहाइंड ब्रांड्स टुडे आई देवलीना अलोंग विद माय को होस्ट मिस्टर सौरभ बजाज आर बैक टू डिस्कस अनदर आइकॉनिक एडवर्टीजमेंट एंड दिस टाइम वी हैव मिस्टर चंदन झा ऑन बोर्ड हु विल बी प्रोवाइडिंग द लिसनर्स विद एन अमेजिंग इनसाइट्स इन द मेकिंग ऑफ पार्क एवेन्यूज बी शैम्पू एडवर्टीजमेंट Mr Chandan Jha is the managing partner and founder of Symbol Tribe. He has over 2 decades of experience with top advertisement industries like McCain Erickson. If we have a look at this field of expertise, he specializes in digital marketing, integrated marketing, advertisement and brand management. Man hair is different. It's man hair, not woman hair, but man hair. And man, you got to care for that man hair. So before we proceed Chandan again, I mean we would love to know about your association with this particular brand, your involvement about the team and little overview. So Park Avenue actually was a small brand when we had taken it on. When I say as in uh, as a small category, I won't call it a small brand. Park Avenue has been fairly big when I when I look at the brand Park Avenue then it's fairly big. Right? along with Raymond's they've been present across the country as as a clothing brand but as a personal care brand they are very small one of the smaller players uh, when we when we had taken it on then they they took the fight to axe and media and many ways video catching right at one point at at one point they were as big as axe which is when we said that okay let's look at expanding the portfolio across other products strangely they also had a soap which did very well in ap and it remained in ap and west bengal right two markets i never figured why but yeah in those two markets for some strange reason men want their own soap unlike other places where it's it's the family soap strangely even shampoo shampoo follows a similar behavior right so it's typically the family shampoo everybody everybody uses the same bottle in the house in a lot of in a lot of my home visits also i have realized that when it comes to dios people all the people all the you know all the youngsters that we met these 20 year olds and all in delhi and in bombay and when you look at their homes right so they have a dio which is part of their cupboard but their soaps and shampoos are part of the part of family it's 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 part of the whole thing right so so strangely the, the toothpaste and shampoo and oil and everything else is part of the So there was a space for a shampoo, right, which which could have been targeted clearly to men. Not that others haven't tried it. So, for example, Fructis, Garia Fructis tried it. They did a couple of they did a couple of endeavors. They used Tony Prime as one of the manufacturers. Head and Shoulders tried something with doing a men shampoo and all that, but it remained too small. Whatever endeavors which which were just, I think, done out of political correctness. and really making any strong impact into the category. incidentally park avenue beer shampoo used to be available many years ago right it used to be available in nice glass bottles frosted glass bottles in the in the clothing store mm-hmm. wow okay uh, many years and they used to do a whole bunch of edts and colognes as well right at point like i remember it when i was in like high school or maybe just after high school when i got just back in late 90s So anyway, so so we said, okay, can we revive the beer shop? So we just had that as a passing tradition. One couple of months later, we were shown the beer shampoo in one of the whatever pint bottles, right? And it actually looked like a bottle of beer, then looked like a bottle of shampoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was as, as packaging. It was done by 
not a regular packaging design place it was it was some youngsters who kind of you know uh, got together and put it together and they did the merchandising also there like, was sold in stores in beer kegs or beer buckets right put, put six of them and then it was displayed like that so it was a it was a novel product lying in the regular stores and and, and i think a lot of people bought it just by the sheer novelty of it yeah yeah and it was an okay product in a in a super specialized category hair okay where people are like you know dissecting hair it's actually splitting hair in many ways <laughs> <laughs> so we tested this product with a very small digital campaign at before we actually got into doing this commercial radio scene okay right? at that time at that time we had this we had this gentleman in bombay one of the commissioners of police who went to all the pubs shutting it down that there is no parking over there i don't remember the gentleman's name so we did a whole we did a whole series of youtube videos which was more about you know commissioner of police harassing youngsters trying to wash their hair with beer shampoo and <laughs> the whole thing was you know party time for your hair and all party time for hair nice uh, party time for your hair so everybody was uh, and this this gentleman went kept saying that i will complain to your parents and i will do something and whatever right so uh, roughly so what was it any any idea this was 2013 3040 13 so it did well while we tested it in bombay and it was only bombay at that point then we said okay let's take this national so man hair was very much bobby bobby power it's almost a parody of the alpha male yeah yeah <laughs> totally it's really funny though it's so never just fixed it yeah so he wrote it we all laughed the entire team at parker you laughed we said okay let's make it it got made all it came back as in the commercial shot in estonia and the model is german actually oh okay he's a german brought up in england and whatever and it was all all around like that uh, so i heard of the story when this this guy for example didn't eat for 3 days and was only surviving on bread and didn't, didn't drink water because he wanted his muscles to be like whatever oh so yeah so it came back after being shot We all saw, saw it in the studio. We all asked again. We said, "Let's put it on air." We spent less than one percent of the total media budgets of this category, which runs into a couple of hundred crores across right? brands, across some of the bigger brands. In that one percent, I think in the three months that it ran, it was already sitting at about two percent of our mind. And and the sheer novelty of how the product looked like on the shelves right? had immediate lift. Even even if people didn't use it regularly, they at least bought it for the first time. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Regular usage became a problem. Yeah. So my use regular usage was a problem. So there was an expression where we did it between because uh, there were these studies came back saying it's the women of the house who buy shampoos and not really the men who buy shampoos on their own. I I I wanted to challenge that because I I refused to believe that only women buy shampoos. Then I realized that okay, not every 
Abdul could be like ours. <laughs> so, I remember a reference to this thought, and this reference to this thought came when the whole Old Spice rebranding became large. Yeah. So, when the Old Spice rebranding became large, the whole uh, concept was uh, the man that you man to tell it. And the, the logic was the fact that the guy is good looking, but it's essentially about selling it to the woman, saying that, you know what, you buy this deal, you can have it, uh, your you know, boyfriend or husband. Looking and feeling like that dude on the screen. So that expression didn't work so well. At the same time, came in this whole thing of you know, uh, can we can we get into the benefit? People people buy into benefits of hair versus just saying man. It's when we said that you know the beer proteins kind of make your hair stronger. Mm. And that went into the gorilla. Mm. Okay. About the product, it feels insightful for me because uh, I always had thick hair. And, and it's always been an advantage, you know, versus friends of mine who have lost their hair, right? When, when thinning of hair is a big issue, I'd say, you know, and next phase. And that's where I think the whole gorilla expression sort of nails it, you know? If you want thick gorilla-like hair, you can use a beard <laughs> shampoo. So actually, if you look at it, this product was not targeted to men our age. Yeah. This was targeted to the doctors getting out of whatever college and getting on to their first job, second jobs, you know, the... The guys who really don't have hair problems. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so by the time by the time you hit your thirties and mid thirties, you're already in the hair problem zone, right? Then you're trying to solve for some some problem. If you have thinning hair, graying hair, something. So this was not targeted for people in their mid thirties. So this was this was very much to the fancy category. 21, 22 year olds who who don't really look at hair. Problems in there. Yeah. Their problems of gorilla are maybe that can also add context to the design. Their their problem really is about styling more than cleansing and shampooing, right? And experiments uh, ex- experimenting something new, I think. I mean, so that yeah. how the weird yeah. thing came. But still, close to about forty-five to fifty percent of the purchases were being done by girls. I want to women but was being done by girls. Oh, nice. That was out of the novelty of it. That's a good idea. Being a male, male, male product, right? We never really acknowledged the fact that it's also for women. Hmm. Honestly, if you were to ask me today, today uh, skin and hair have no gender. Right? A lot of men have been using products forever. I know, I know a lot of DOs with a lot of so-called marketed positioned men DOs which have been bought by women forever. So. So I don't think uh, there's a clear divide in that sense of usage. Okay, but uh, at least in, in terms of positioning, it was clear that it is men. Mm-hmm. And hence, while while we were talking about benefit of it, it's still it's still pictured on a man. It's still pictured mm-hmm. on a man. Took the gorilla massage, leading to strong hair and all that. But but that's where it lives, right? So uh, Chandan, that particular I mean product, what I feel ki it was a demand creation category. I mean, beer shampoo was not existing before. That. I mean, even if it was, but it was not accepted. So, were you having a fear of rejection or maybe an acceptance to the Indian market kind of uh, thing? There will be a couple of things, right? So, so in shampoos, for example, you're not trying to create a market, right? You're trying to grab share out of somebody else. Okay. And most of the time, it is the ingredient story or the benefit story which kind of you know drives preference from one brand to the other. Okay. So usually you will find a repertoire of two to three brands amongst all users. It's not like 
stick to just one. So they will use one for a couple of months and then switch to some other brand. Okay. Right. There were also cases where we found that people are using two to three shampoos together, right? So they will use couple of them for for a few days of the week and one day they will use something else, right? But the sensorial that matters. So there are a lot of people who are more than happy using one soap for five days of the week and they will use a shower gel on on the on those longer baths. Bathing rituals that they will follow on one day of the week, right? So it just depends. So there's no hard and fast rule of saying this versus that. But of course, there is a there is a preference preferential switch that you're looking for. There's a brand preference that you're trying to create, right? And that brand preference is created on the back of the ingredient or the benefit that you're trying to, create, right? So in a in a super specialized category called hair, or rather, like I said, people have split. People have split hair like nobody's business, right? In a category of like super split hair, hair. <laughs> <laughs> this was this was a this was a novel story, right? There is also there is also prevalence of using beer as a conditioner. Mm. A lot of us, a lot of us as beer drinkers have uh-huh. kind of you know used beer the next day. आपने छोड़ दिया आपसे दिया नहीं किया रह गया To be honestly, this was seven, eight years ago, right? Uh, today, when I look at this product on the shelf, it's lost the essence of it being a beer shampoo. Now it feels like any other shampoo because there's not such a strong sensorial smell of beer. Even from a texture and color perspective, it's become more emulsion than clear gel, right? So, so the so, so it doesn't look like beer anymore. It doesn't smell like beer anymore. So it's 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 becoming more and more generic shampoo with some. Beer ingredients in it. So over a period of time, it's lost its essence. Where it started and where it is, where they're like diametrically opposite. Where where it could have been. So this was hilarious and it was very interesting. So sort of, what are your three takeaways and learnings from this conversation? Yeah, no, I think it's a superb one, and uh, there are some very exciting learnings I believe hey, for marketers, and not just from an advertising standpoint. So I think the first thing for me is. You know how do you uh, essentially create carve a niche within a category? You know there are a lot of categories out there, but within categories there are certain products which have always created a niche. You know whether it is the you know racket pick Kaiser bang, right? Or it is the uh, you know Kinder Joy in the world of chocolates, or you know whether it is Mad Angles in the chips category. There have always been these disruptor products which have created a large niche for themselves. So similarly in the uh, shampoo category. If you want to take on new consumer segment, which is men, uh, you can sit on the resident knowledge of the fact that beer is known to be good to clean hair or to give stronger hair. So you are able to use a very interesting consumer insight to build a very new product innovation opportunity. So for me, the first learning is, you know, how do you take on a conventional category and build a niche there? The second big learning for me in this category is. how do you create a very differentiated personality so not only have they created a beautiful bottle and a label but also the you know the look and feel which looks really international you have these you know global looking you know uh, actors 
you have a, a look and feel which looks very international and you, you never know what budget it's been done on it doesn't have to be a very big budget film but it just has to have the right production values the right creativity to create its allure as something which is international and special so i think that is where you know uh, these uh, advertising and and packaging nuances play a big role yeah the third big learning for me is really about you know tailoring your communication to the to the phase of the brand you know the first phase of any brand is typically relevance and and what is being done by the first and launch commercial is to say why should you consider a beer shampoo you should consider a beer shampoo if you are a man and you want you know and if you want strong hair that's about it i mean it's as simple and clear as that so they had a first communication which is for launch and then you have a second communication which drives preference why should i prefer a beer shampoo you should prefer a beer shampoo because it gives you really strong hair it can withstand a gorilla's massage and the reason why it has a strong hair is because it is made of hops and barley i mean as simple as that right so intensely creative beautiful pieces of advertising serving their brand tasks with crystal clear clarity so hence i would say there is some really smart marketing which has been going on there and just to summarize for everybody one build innovation in a niche opportunity by doing something different second build the right production value so you create the right brand world to launch the the ad launch the product in the right manner and third build occasion basis the phase of a brand you know launch in the market and if you do those three you got a nice way to build a kick ass fresh innovation into the market superb and thank you for bringing these points here you know this is going to be very helpful without overlooking the importance of you know how uh, an innovation can do wonders in a category conventional category you know building the unconventional way and yeah we can't agree more on that so thank you for sharing those insights with us and yes according to stats 65% of humans are strictly visual listeners it stresses the fact that tv ads differentiate a business regardless of industry so why not learn the best ad tips from the top leaders it's time to go now thanks for listening to us have a great time ahead don't forget to listen to our next episode thank you